The greatest legacy one can pass on to one's children and grandchildren is not money or material things accumulated in one's life, but rather a legacy of character and faith. Billy Graham Welcome to week one of January 2023 and season two of the Reman Initiative. We're going to start off this season with some replays, and I'm going to give you one that we did on Legacy, because whether you know it or not, you're leaving a legacy. It just might not be a good one, and you need to learn how to operate in the laws of Legacy. Welcome to the Reman Initiative. I recently read an interesting story on a blog post published by Farnham Street. The author's name was not on the post, but I have placed a link to the post in the show notes. In the post, the author tells the story of a man named Eugene Schaeffelin. He was a New York pharmacist who lived in the late 1800s. Now, Schaeffelin was said to be a Shakespeare enthusiast who was also an amateur ornithologist. I had to Google that. It basically means the man loved birds. In 1877, he became chairman of the American Acclimatization Society, and he joined their efforts to introduce non-native species to North America for economic and cultural reasons. In 1890, he began the release of 100 European starlings into Central Park. The article claims that it was his love of Shakespeare and the mention of starlings in the work Henry VI that inspired Schaeffelin to introduce the non-native bird to America. Regardless of Mr. Schaeffelin's original intent, which I am certain was well-meaning, today the International Union for the Conservation of Nature lists the starling as one of the world's 100 worst invasive species. You see, the starlings multiplied exponentially, spreading across the U.S. at an astonishing rate. Today, we don't even know how many of them actually live in the U.S., with official estimates ranging from 45 million to 200 million. It is believed that most, if not all of them, are descended from Sheffaline's initial 100 birds. Starlings consume and destroy millions of dollars of crops each year. They destroy habitats for native birds, have been known to cause fatal plane crashes due to the enormous size of their flocks, and they spread disease. I'll just bet that Mr. Scheffling never envisioned this sort of legacy when he first made the plans to have the birds that inspired Shakespeare fluttering just outside of his New York window. Legacy is something that we are creating today, whether we realize it or not. It may seem oversimplified, but there are only two types of legacies that one can leave behind. A positive or a negative legacy. As men, if we don't place the right intentionality into the legacy we are creating, an unintended legacy will be created, whether we like it or not. 
Some men aren't conscious enough to realize that they're building legacy at all. They're so wrapped up in their own sins and their own pain that legacy is the furthest thing from their mind. For these men, legacies still happen, and they are rarely, if ever, good. Others, like Eugene Sheffelin, can have good intentions, but put little to no thought into the possible long-term effects of their actions, and legacy takes on a life of its own, which again is more likely to be negative than positive. Now, to be fair, what man really could see far enough into the future to know how his actions will be affecting following generations anyway? It's astonishing to think how many little things are tied to each other in the universe, how our actions affect those little things, and how little ability we have to really foresee the generational effects of those small actions, let alone manage them. Our actions are setting legacy in motion. But we are not the guardians of legacy. I mean, we cannot honestly say, as men, that we have any idea how our actions will affect our future generations. And to act as though we do may be the worst sort of arrogance and foolishness that a man could display. In Psalm 127, the psalmist is inspired to write this. If the Lord does not build a house, then those who build it work in vain. If the Lord does not guard a city, then the watchman stands guard in vain. I would submit to you, if the Lord doesn't build your legacy, you're building in vain. And if he isn't the guardian of that legacy... You're standing watch over it in vain. Proverbs 19.21 says, Many plans are in a man's heart, but the purpose of the Lord will prevail. Proverbs 20.24, A man's steps are from the Lord, so how can anyone understand his own way? Jeremiah 10.23, I know, O Lord, that a man's way is not his own. No one who walks directs his own steps. You've heard it said that children are the hope of the future, but I say to you, they aren't if we keep sending them into the future fatherless and broken. That's the legacy we're watching play out today. No, the future is in the reintroduction of wholehearted, godly men into our society who understand that unless their steps are ordered and guarded by God, There can be no better legacy built for our children. It is not enough for you to be intentional with your legacy because you do not have the ability to see the end from the beginning. Only the Father can do that. And if you aren't in partnership with Him in your legacy building, you may as well just be releasing starlings into the park. Next week, we'll look at the spiritual law of legacy and what we must do as men to partner with God in building good legacy and bringing hope back to our children. Until next week, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. God bless, brothers. 
You've been listening to the Remount Initiative. I'm your host, Joe Bailey. I'm the Executive Director of Men's Training and Mentorship for The Real Men 300 with Dr. Joe Martin. What is The Real Men 300? It's a brotherhood of faithful men, fiercely determined to follow the ultimate man, Jesus Christ, in the most critical areas of a real man's life. Loving God with all our hearts, souls, and minds. Inspiring, loving, and leading our wives and children. Finding our God-given purpose and identity in Christ and equipping ourselves and others to live in the blessings and favor of God while building a lasting legacy. All of this is accomplished in a connected, discipleship-focused community of Christ-centered men. Look, if this is something you know you need to be a part of, then go to realmenconnect.com and schedule a call with us today. I hope to see you there. God bless, guys.